an eerie sight, for my monster <coughs> slab began to rise, and suddenly, to my surprise, he did the match. He did the monster match. The monster match. It was a graveyard smash. He did the match. It caught on in a flash. He did the match. He did the monster match. From my laboratory in the castle east to the master bedroom where the vampires feast. The ghouls all came from their humble abodes to get a jolt from my electrode. They did the match. They did the monster match. The monster match. It was a graveyard smash. They did the match. It caught on in a flash. They did the match. They did the monster match. The zombies were having fun. The party had just begun. The guests included Wolfman, Dracula, and his son. The scene was rocking, all were digging the sound. And good morning and a happy Sillin Square, uh, Cambridge, Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Halloween. <laughs> happy Halloween, everybody, as uh, we talk about Chapter 30 today. We have a, a great little pumpkin in the patch. <laughs> yes, we do. And... As a matter of fact, my my daughter is up in uh, Boston today, so nice. I guess she's celebrating Halloween accordingly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, actually, um, Allie flew out Thursday night for uh, to visit friends for the long weekend, and she is going to the esteemed Hall of Baseball lore Fenway Park today to watch the Orioles and the Boston Red Sox go at it at 4:05. So, oh, very nice, very nice. Yeah, yeah, it'll be it'll be nice. And Ellie's Ellie's writing. <laughs> she put the pumpkin, Halloween in August. You're right. That's so now, funny. The, the chapter is a Halloween chapter, so why not? <laughs> right. Well, I mean, we could have done we could have done like other kinds of programming for two months to wait until Halloween. <laughs> That would well, have been a long time away from uh, Gabriel's promise. That's true. So yeah, <laughs> oh but my gosh, Betty. Betty went to Costco's <laughs> and she saw costumes the other day and and on sale. And uh, this week she was in Marshalls and they were there and Halloween decorations. No, uh-uh. the Halloween candy's already out in the grocery store here and the spirit stores. You know those big those yeah. pop up costume stores that mm -hmm. come up. They're opening up already. No, nope, mm -mm. no, thank you. I want it to be summer, not Halloween. I, want I love summer. Halloween. Do not get me wrong, but you know it goes to. I, I think I told you this story that usually every time at Fourth of July when my kids were little, it was Fourth of July, mm -hmm. and then I, I would ask them the next morning, "So, what do you want to be for Halloween?" Because I feel like they hit that point in the summer. Mm. Um, and July 4th is uh, Independence Day in the U.S., and so it's a big federal holiday. And right after that holiday, it just seems like everything goes so fast that it is it is Halloween before you know it. Well, well so, here, you know, here, the schools end in the middle of June here. And I, up mm -hmm. where my granddaughter is, they end at the end of June. And, oh, wow. Um, the, you know, like July 5th, the back to school stuff is already out. Yes. 
Yes. And, and now the back to school stuff is away and the Halloween candy's out. I mean, what, mm. what are we going to have? Christmas trees? I was going to say, I would not be surprised to see Christmas oh. decorations anytime soon. It's crazy. I know. Um, I know. It's crazy. Betty said, I'd say the boss is right on track with the American calendar. Halloween in August. <laughs> and Ellie said, Halloween's my favorite. Uh, Maya and I w can't wait for the spirit stores to open. They are already filling the stores. I know. Brenda agrees with that. Fall stuff comes out after Labor Day. That's how it should be. And Anna, and Anna saying, good morning, all. It's still summer. No pumpkin spice yet. <laughs> Anna, the store already has the pumpkin spice, everything from Cheerios to tea to coffee to bread to whatever. <laughs> and Ashley, I, I just I did see those at stores. Ashley says, I love my Halloween pumpkin Reese's cups. Yes. Um, Hershey's makes a candy chocolate and peanut butter Reese's peanut butter cups. And they make them in Halloween pumpkin shapes. And I, I saw them the other day at a... At uh, at a convenience store at a gas station mm -hmm. and I was like oh my gosh this is crazy the and SR Fox said in three weeks the stores here will fill with Christmas decorations <laughs> face palms and Ellie said observation my shutdown was Friday March 13th 2020 and yesterday um, last prep day for in-person school starting Monday also Friday the 15th or Friday the 13th was yesterday wow mm -hmm. Wow, Ellie. That so going is back. very strange. <laughs> it's very strange coincidence. And Kenzie said, that's because autumn wins over summer, Leslie. I know, Kenzie. I know. You're right, Kenzie. Kenzie. And I have this run Kenzie and I have this running joke. I love autumn, Kenzie, and you know that. But I just, I, I really love summer. I do, too. But I'll be honest with you. This week has been, I, I mean, the other night I went to bed at 11 o'clock and it was 90 degrees. <laughs> it's it's insane. No. Yeah, it's too much. Anyway, mm -hmm. and Betty laughed. Uh, Betty, I'm laughing. I wonder if any kid is dressed up as Virgil. <laughs> someone, someone, someone I, I, and I'm sure that there's somebody out there dressed as Dante too. So you wonder. And I and I do know someone who could probably dress up as Julia at the at the Uffizi, but. I'm, I think someone could dress up like Juliet in many different scenes in the movie. That's very true. Um, that would mm -hmm. be a good Halloween costume. It would be. Uh, yeah. 39 more days until autumn. Thanks for the mm -hmm. countdown, Kenzie Kens. So anywho, uh, in, in, the, in the summer mode, they did have, it, this was a, it was a great thing the other night. They did the uh, Field of Dreams baseball oh, game. Oh, yes. Up out in Iowa. It was, uh, it was great. I mean. I'm a Yankee fan. I'm sorry that they lost, but it was a great game. <laughs> and I'm sorry you're a Yankee fan. <laughs> well, don't be sorry. I'm sorry for anybody who isn't a Yankee fan. Anyway, <laughs> as long as I'm not a Phillies fan, that makes it even better yet. Um, <laughs> but it was I appreciate so, the tradition, Pam. You know that. Yeah. So, but I, I am so, I thought, thought it was so cool the way Kevin Costner standing out in the middle of the field talking about the movie set and the movie in 30 years ago, oh. blah, 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 blah. Oh, do, do you guys still not hear Pam? Betty just wrote a note. We lost Pam. You lost Pam. Can you Pam. guys hear me? Let me Can see. Can you hear us? Can you hear us? Mic's on. Everything's on. Do you guys still hear? Okay. I, I put in the chat. Can you hear us to see All if right. we're getting. It appears from my point that things are still running and I hear you. 
All right. Well, let's see. <laughs> Any, anyhow. Okay. Oh, let's Kenzie, now, Kenzie, Kenzie. Thank you. All right. Don't say that at Yankee Stadium, and I will never say I'm a Red. I'm a Yankee fan at Reds at uh, Fenway. Uh, Fenway. So. You value your that, that. Yes, I do. That is a violent <laughs> thing. And and floor. 81 Ellie said, good morning, ladies. Pumpkin spice, soon to be a Dunkin' Donuts, coming early. No, thank you. Anyhow. <laughs> we'll have to let SR know. <laughs> so, so I mean, this was great. And then they had, but then they had the, the Chicago White Sox in the in their fall black uniforms from 1919. And the Yankees so come cool. out. And oh, since the Yankees has never changed their uniforms in their whole history, um, they... <laughs> They came all came out of the cornfield. It was so cool. <laughs> it was so I, cool. I wish I would have realized that was on. That would have been really great to that watch. That part you can find on YouTube. Kevin's mm-hmm. speech and the whole thing. That was really good. So anyway. I love that they do that. That would be a fun... They, they're starting to do that every year, right? Yeah, they, they, talk, they said it went over so well um, mm-hmm. the other night that they're going to do it every year. I like that. That would be... That might be a, a fun trip. Head out to it's Iowa. It's very hard to get tickets. They had <clears throat> probably a lottery a t- or something. Yeah, it was a lottery. They ha- basically had eight thousand seats. Oh, mm. oh my god! Because what they did was they, you know, they've got the original field, which is not regulation for major league, that was used in the movie. <laughs> and then they had uh, they they took another area of the cornfield and created an actual major league size ball field. And, and the scoreboard where you have to put the numbers up, you know, from inside rather than digital. I mean, it was it was way cool. I'm sorry. I'm going on too much about that. Oh, <laughs> but you know what? I was, I'm just typing in the chat box about if anyone had seen the movie Field of Dreams. It's such a beautifully oh, done film. If you haven't, even if you're not into baseball, it's just a beautifully crafted story and film and well, um, the the original yeah. story that uh, the movie was based on was Shoeless Joe, for Shoeless mm-hmm. Joe Jackson. And it was written by W.P. Kinsella. And I remember reading that. I I was with Patrick doing something, I and I had to wait for him. I don't know whether he would a doctor's appointment or whatever it was, but he had, been, had the book and he handed it to me. And while I'm waiting, I'm sitting there and I'm just reading it. And amazing, great story. And... Of, of Shoeless Joe. I, I think mm-hmm. it's like the one part of the Black Sox scandal, which was the White Sox when they uh, cheated. Right, they threw the, the World Series. World Series. Um, it was just so cool. It was just so cool. And W.P. Kinsella is a Canadian author. He was also sued by J.D. Salinger because... I didn't realize that. Yeah, one of, one of the characters is based on J.D. Salinger, but not it's just like loosely based. It's not really because mm-hmm. he the the guy uh, James Earl Jones played the author from Boston who uh, didn't want to be bothered with anybody and he was like nasty to everybody, which is what J.D. Salinger was. But and also for uh. also for a little bit of uh, movie trivia, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck were were cameos in that at the Red Sox game. Anyway. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. No, I, so, I, it's, it is, it's, it's such a good film. And mm-hmm. I didn't realize, um, I didn't realize the author of the short story was, of the story was Canadian. Yes. So. He, he, I think he was from, 
Edmonton. Very cool. Yeah. And I see we have uh, Jen uh, join us today. So good morning, good morning Jen Blue. Jen. Blue tea. Yeah. So um, we uh, have some news. Yes, with these, from, the, the, from the, the man, reclusive. the myth, the legend himself. Yes, the man, the myth, the legend, the reclusive author himself. Um, he did uh, check in this week. He said that the uh, pre-orders of the man in the black suit in Brazilian Portuguese are now available from All Book Editoria, and they're running a promotion in conjunction with SR Fans Brazil. Um, the Passion Flick stores will soon be opened, reopened with new and returning merchandise, so those who haven't ordered Gable's Inferno on DVD should be able to do so soon. Um, oh, I need to do that. I haven't done that yet. Christmas oh is gosh. coming. A fa famous That's line right. in my house. Christmas is coming. <laughs> it could be the day after Christmas, and you just say, oh, would it, would it be nice to have, and then you say, Christmas is coming. Anyway. I know. I'll put that on my list. That's so, what I'll tell the girls. Um, Exmo of Russia is slated to release Gabriel's Promise in Russian in November. Uh, the Man in the Black Suit is now available on different ebook platforms, including iReader and Hoopla. That's good. Yeah. I, I, I feel like good, there's been a little bit of a resurgence a in The Man in the Black Suit. That like... Florentine series. Mm -hmm. There's been a resurgence. Absolutely. Um, also, he says, I think that's all the news I have for now, but more news coming should be coming soon. So please give my best to the readers and have a great weekend, SR. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. I'm happy to hear about Gabriel's Promise um, coming out in Russian in November. I think that'll be great. Plus, I know there is a, a, a good uh, contingent of passion flicks viewers who will probably want to read the book um, uh -huh. based on watching uh, the film. Yeah. So I think that's I think really so good. Anna also, like me, needs to order the DVDs <laughs> and buy a DVD player, I guess. My suggestion <laughs> is to get a Blu-ray DVD because not it'll, it'll also play regular DVDs. But if you get uh, DVDs that are in a different zone because they do different zones for different countries... Mm -hmm. will play them so oh that's good to know i uh, yeah I, I learned that by accident i when i was in europe a couple years ago i picked up something on monet from uh Giverny. it's a dvd of monet mm -hmm. and his works and then i get home and i'm like damn you know it's french and it's probably not going to play on my dvd player and, and well, let me try and i i picked up a, a blu-ray for uh 50 shades actually <laughs> Nice. Because of the nice. uh, package that they had. I think it was like the little wine charms and stuff. And then, um, so I put it in in a plate. So just as an FYI. And Brenda also noted sometimes you can pop the DVD in your laptop. Um, some laptops will um, have software that will play it. So That's another true. good tip. Thanks, guys. Mm -hmm. Something to look forward to. And speaking of looking forward to, um, oh, Betty's saying she needs to buy a backup DVD in case my, my DVD gets scratched. I have a backup. Not a bad <laughs> Not idea. Not a bad idea. No. Actually, you know, or keep one just in the case um, untouched. And uh, well, it might, it might you, need, you need that to be, since you, to be captured, uh, you know, forever. Um in your in your cameos 
Well, my, so. my thing is, is that I'll download them online. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll buy the online versions and download them. Yeah. And then, um, <laughs> and then I get the DVD and they're never, they're never opened. Yeah. Like this well, 50 Shades DVD that has the cocktail napkins and the rings and the, you know, the wine glass rings and stuff. I've never opened it. <laughs> well, that doesn't surprise me. I mean, that makes it, and Jen, Jen Blue's like, uh, Jen was saying, putting that on my list. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. And the SR Fox says, yes, one for use and one as collector's item. That's right. It would be great if you could also get Passion Flix's content as a download. I'm sure they are working on that. At some point, they might be able to do that. Mm. Um that, that might be you know. a little tricky for them because they want you to stream the service. So, which, right. Which, by the way, next Saturday, my, my, I have to pay my thing for the uh, or two weeks. Oh, are, are you up? Um, is your... My, yeah, my thing's up on... The, subscription. Uh, on the 21st. Yes. Yes. Uh, thank you, Jen. I was, I was thinking it was Jen Lodke, but I wasn't sure, and I probably mispronounced her name, so apologies. Mm-hmm. So I will refer to you as Jen unless we have another when unless the time we have another Jen in the chat room and then we'll <laughs> we'll delineate. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And Kenzie's saying mine's more of a collector's, but I can't watch it anyway because Tosca and everyone signed the actual DVD. Well, there yeah, you go. that's happened too. Well, you don't need to really watch it on DVD if you can stream it, but it's mm-hmm. good to have, mm-hmm. um, especially if the Wi-Fi goes out. And you don't have, or you don't have a, if you don't have connectivity, um, then you can watch it old school on the DVD player. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a good backup. Um, mm-hmm. I love it. And Anna buys, buys two albums, vinyls, one to play and one stays sealed, sitting in on a gold mine, especially the Beatles' White Album. Ooh, Anna, that mm. is fantastic. I love it. Really, really smart. Uh, my uh, my brother-in-law has a turntable that he got for Christmas, and you know, I've got I've got some vinyl here that I was hoping to listen to. Now, any of the vinyl that I grew up with, I'm sure will skip everywhere. So, I, I, you know, yeah, I know. I it's it's still great to try. You can try the trick with putting the quarter on the. Oh, on I, the needle. Yeah, yeah. That, well, that that can that can hurt the album too. So yeah, just, but yeah, you know, floor 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 was saying I watch on screen. The DVD's still in package. I just needed to have it. Right. I, know, I feel <laughs> that way too. And um, Kenzie noted, I wonder what's next for Tosca if she can't get to the UK to film this man. I'm curious about that too, Kenzie. I'll be interested to see. Um, well, they have so many options. I'm sure they're going to be, um, you know, with the, moving with the, things with, around. Uh, from what I'm understanding, even though the Delta variant is becoming very rapidly growing, especially in this country, mm-hmm. um, I I don't think that there have been restrictions put on the other countries as of yet. So depending upon it's it's you know, if you if you have the vaccine and uh, proof of that and you're uh, COVID test. I mean, even right now with Canada just opening up their border, that's still what's the only thing that's required. So, mm-hmm. Brenda noted she's knows. trying for the end of the year, fingers crossed. Yeah. So, we'll see. 
we'll mm -hmm. see what happens. Mm -hmm. um, that is going to be such an epic production. I um, can't wait to hear about it. And Kenzie mm -hmm. noted Tosca said they can't safely get to the UK to film because of the variant. Mm -hmm. So I think they're probably just planning ahead on, you know, if they plan to go over there and then things escalate and then they're shut down, that's going to be tough. So be she might problem. be trying to do something that's more in studio. Um, I'm, I, and I think, too, shifting schedules around, you know, you have to get all the actors and um, crew mm -hmm. um, to come on board. So there's so many. I, you know, I don't I, know, I know where that, things are in terms of uh, I know, the Brenda Australia. Jackson books. They could be filming the next, um, the follow-up to A Brother's Honor. I, I um, know that. Um, that's something they could fil st film stateside. Australia's shutting down again. And... Uh, I was talking to my friend Annette. She's still trying to get back home. She's been yeah. and she's been in lockdown since uh, March of 2019. She was supposed mm. to. I think she was supposed to leave in in April of that year to go back to uh, Australia, and uh, she hasn't been able to get back yet. So it's 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 tough. Yeah, it it's is. really tough. Um, bad. <laughs> Betty said, uh, the DVD needs to be stored in a special briefcase with velvet lining. In <laughs> <laughs> response to uh, what the SR Fox was talking about with the DVDs. And Anna said, is a wall of albums and a turntable set up. His wife and daughter roll their eyes, but his grandson is interested now. Yes, very true. Um, people mm -hmm. are really into vinyl now. So it's excited. Lots of goodness. Absolutely. And speaking of goodness, let's uh, shall we dig into? We should. Promise? We should, since it is, after all. Um, Anna, um, as we're going to enter, Anna did ask the question about this man and filming in the U.S. No, um, they were very clear that this man, uh, the intention was to film in the U.K. Yeah, um, and they were taught they were going to be looking at uh, locations in Great Britain. They have locations there. Yeah, so. Yeah. I honestly, and this is just my personal opinion, it is worth waiting. I mean, if, if, they, if they have to wait another year to get the window to film in the UK, I think it's worth it. Mm -hmm. I know the fandom won't like me saying that, um, but I, you know, I'm one who would rather them get it right and do it the way they had envisioned than uh, trying to... Um, do something they don't feel is the right way. Now, if Tosca comes up with another plan or vision and mm -hmm. can do it in the U.S., I'm all for it. Um, but Tosca, I, I think Tosca said I, no because they need London to film and, and Jody wants them to film in yeah, the it's, U.K. It's, it's probably so, contractual. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. And uh, Ellie has hers, but she's not opening it since she can still watch it on Passion Flicks. There you go. But you got to have the, the DVDs, mm -hmm. I know. Good things come to those who wait. This is true. Yep. So now we're transporting back to, to Cambridge, Cambridge and, uh, and get out your get out your candy, kids, because it's Halloween. Absolutely. And Gabriel and Julianne are trick or treating with their little pumpkin Claire. Aww. So cute. Well, she's not quite two months yet. Uh, she wore little footed pajamas with an orange vest with eyes, ears, and nose of a jack-o'-lantern. Mm -hmm. And 
Uh, so, so cute. I, I can just imagine this picture. Um, and they ha she has a little orange caplet on her head with the green stem, and she's probably just this cutest little, the cutest little pumpkin. Oh, yeah. And you can imagine Gabriel as the doting dad snapping many photos even before they left the house. And I'm seeing uh, Floor saying it's better for everything and everyone to be safe for filming. Absolutely. And yes. And then just keep filming Gabriel and option promise. <laughs> because again, this is another one of those scenes that would be just so precious on, on film, right? I mean, you can see this whole thing with uh, Melanie and Julio portraying our beloved characters with this beautiful little baby in this pumpkin outfit it would be just so cute in mm -hmm. the, in the beautiful autumn background. It would just be great. Um, so it's just, just beautiful. And this man, uh, you know, who was really concerned about taking her out earlier when he it's saw like, the costume, he's like, oh, we have to do it. So <laughs> he strutted around with her as she was introduced to the neighbors. He's, he's, and, like, he's like the father. <laughs> he's like, don't talk, baby talk. And he can give me, give me, give Right, right. Yeah. You know, things change they when do. you have a baby. They, they do. really do. Perspectives change. And um, he was just so, so thrilled and proud and enamored of that little girl. And he wanted to take her out trick-or-treating and show her off and show her to the neighbors. And some of the neighbors remarked that the flock of flamingos uh, had graced the lawn and they were talking to him about it as well as noting that there was still one with sunglasses currently on the lawn. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Gabriel was a bit embarrassed, but Julia was quite happy about it. And I wonder whose and neighbor that was. Which neighbor that was. <laughs> I don't know. I know the one I know one of the neighbors it wasn't, I can tell you that. <laughs> um, and I'm looking at the chat room, uh, seeing that Kenzie had said, I feel the same way about waiting for the rapture teaser they finished two months ago. Good things come to those who wait. Agreed. Yep. And Redemption will be filmed next year. Um, Kenzie noted, I, we got that information from Passion Flicks. That's correct. And yes, Brenda, doting daddy, Floor says, can't wait to see all of this on screen. And Betty asked, if Gabriel was into Halloween costumes, what costume would he wear? Not everyone was a fan of the flamingos, she asked. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Apparently not. <laughs> Well, and we asked SR a couple things about this scene. We asked him first, why did you choose jack-o'-lantern, a jack-o'-lantern pumpkin as the costume for Claire? After all, we know you are not fond of pumpkin-flavored things. And he said, well, I didn't choose it. Claire's mother chose it, and I was forced to live with it. <laughs> <laughs> Winky face. Uh -huh. SR has jokes this yes, week. He, does. he has lots of jokes. And hello, Black Lab Lady. Hope all is well in Maine. Thanks for joining us. We're talking about Chapter 30 of Promise. And Ellie responded as to far as uh, Gabriel's costume would be Superman. Absolutely. Absolutely. That would be great. Um, and we asked also, SR, about how did Gabriel react to the flamingo comment by the neighbors? Um, parens, glad Leslie didn't make that comment. Seems she has some sense. And uh, SR said he was not amused. <laughs> so um, as they go on, Julia's phone buzzed with a text. And 
the text said, Jules, where the hell are you? I called the landline and got the machine. Did you dress Claire for Halloween? I want to see love R, um, which is so great. And Gabriel saw that Julia's screen was lighting up and she said it was Rachel as they walked to the next house and she texted back. Hey, Rach, sorry about that. We're trick-or-treating. Call me, Jay. So you can see that going around, too. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so. Ellie said, Ellie said uh, Gabriel's old neighbor may look sideways. <laughs> yes. I don't know. Where are you, yes. Leslie? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think she's talking about the, the prior neighbor. Oh, the prior uh, neighbor, yes. The one, with yes. The, uh, the one from uh, the Manual Life building. <laughs> And uh, Betty said, I picture Gabriel in a tuxedo and telling everyone he was James Bond. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and Sandra joined this week, too. Hi, Sandra. She's sorry she's late. I'm in the middle of packing my stuff, changing furniture. Wow. Well, you can always listen to us while you you do the packing. It's good to join. We're happy to have you join. And uh, yes, Betty, Gabriel, the curious professor. Yes, (laughs) he is. (laughs) So apparently Julia hasn't talked to uh, Rachel since before they went to Scotland, which surprises oh, yes. me. I mean, not, she has nothing going on, no baby to take care of. Busy. She's busy with work, though. Mm-hmm. And Claire was, you know, she was checking out her daddy and for her mother, and, and as he's adjusting his stem <laughs> on her little hat. Because you know how those things are. Remember when, when with the babies that they sit there and it's like, <laughs> yeah, they they, 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 they down below the their cap, eyes. The cap, the cap gets all capsized and oh, turned yeah, yeah, around yeah, yeah, yeah. and slides off their head, or they they're absolutely. pulling at it. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, you know, so Gabriel mentions that uh, she they had texted uh, he and Rachel had te- texted about Scotland a little bit, and then he had told her what happened with Cecilia since they they had been playing phone tag. Mm-hmm. So. Julia's phone rings and and it's Rachel and uh, she held back while Claire gave it to Claire to Leslie's front door. Here's that neighbor again, that crazy neighbor. <laughs> um, uh, so it's you know that's he's up there with her and so Julia proceeded to tell her about the pumpkin and how she Claire was a little pumpkin. That was my son's nickname, by the way. My little pumpkin. Aww. Yeah. I love that. And uh, he didn't, but I did. Uh, <laughs> so they had Mother's taken, prerogative. That's true. Mm-hmm. So they had uh, taken a lot of pictures and, you know, uh, she told Rachel she'd email them all out to her. Um, and she put, Julia put Rachel on the speaker so that she could take pictures of her family as they're at Leslie's store. Um, and Rachel was happy about the, the costume and, and then asked her about the meeting with Cecilia. Now Julia's kind of choosing her words very carefully. Very carefully. Mm. And um, I, I have to note that it took 31 minutes for Betty to mention Paul today. <laughs> well, she did mention um, Virgil sadly, earlier. Yes, but sadly, Julia's still not talking to Paul, she notes. This no. is true. So... As, as the uh, trick-or-treating um, was underway, Julie explained to Rachel about the lecture series and her difference of opinion with Gabriel uh, about what to do uh, regarding the Cecilia situation. And Rachel was completely angered by it, not 
that anyone was surprised by Rachel's um, overwhelming feelings, right? Um, she was so surprised since, you know, she said, look, students study abroad all the time. Um, she also asked what exactly Catherine thought of this whole situation. And then Julia told her they had not yet told Catherine yet. And Rachel just was, you know, Rachel's who is one never to hold her tongue. Right? No, she's not. She, Rachel thought Julia was just nuts. She said, come on, you know, Catherine is like Wonder Woman in a pantsuit, which I love that phrase, by the way. Mm -hmm. And she said, asking her, um, you know, if she could fix anything. And Rachel thought, uh, you know, isn't Catherine coming to Harvard? You know, she, she thought, why aren't you talking to her? And Julia told her that Catherine was still at Oxford for this year and she'd be joining the Harvard faculty next year. And she explained to Rachel that she could not work with Wonder Woman as opposed to the Black Widow. <laughs> <laughs> and Rachel had to tell Julia to be current with her pop culture reference when Julia questioned her on spiders. <laughs> yeah, because Rachel was like, uh, you know, why why wouldn't you work with Wonder Woman instead of the Black Widow? Um, mm -hmm. And that just went right over Julia's head. She didn't understand that reference. Um, so Jul Rachel explained to her um, that the Black Widow was an adventure superhero. Um, and Julia didn't know about, <laughs> about I, the Black you Widow know, either. Not everybody is up to date on pop culture. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. I just thought it was. I just thought it was funny. Um, I just thought the whole interaction was funny, and mm -hmm. I, I, you know, I, I loved Catherine as Wonder Woman in the pantsuit because it really is her power, right? She is mm -hmm. kind of this larger than life force in the academic world of uh, Dante specialists. Mm -hmm. And Betty wonders if Catherine Picton has a lasso of truth. I don't <laughs> doubt she has a tiara. <laughs> and Brenda notes Julia needs to watch more movies, <laughs> which is true. But she can't watch them right now because she's a, pursuing her doctorate. That's right. She's and, very um, busy with her research. <laughs> so And a baby. Mm -hmm. and, a, and a husband. Um, minor things. Minor things. But, um, you know, in seriousness, you know, she asked Julia... Um, if she wanted um, to work with Cecilia, um, and Rachel said yes. Oh, wait, about the Black Widow being Cecilia, and she said yes, um, and then she was like, no. Julie was hoping she would change, um, that Cecilia would change her mind before next summer, mm -hmm. um, and that she would be able to do her studies in um, Edinburgh. Um, but she has to give, you know, an answer. And it's really a, a challenging time. Um, and, you know, Rachel wants to just charge in and take care of things. Of course so. she does. She's like Gabriel. She, Gabriel wants to take care of everything because of his love for Julianne. Rachel just wants to go in and fix everything for everybody. Exactly. Exactly. And um, Anna noted that uh, that was a good analogy, Rachel, from another naivete for Julianne. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes, she just didn't know. And Betty said, I guess she just found out that she and Gabriel don't go to the movies or read comic books. <laughs> um, 
And uh, Brenda noted that she is busy with a new baby as well. And Betty said, Julia, I only have two hours for myself. Should I watch an Avengers movie or have sex with Gabriel? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what do you I think don't know. Win, would win out? <laughs> I, I know what my decision would be. Absolutely. In a New York minute. All right. The Avengers Take care, movie. Kenzie. <laughs> Kenzie's having... Uh, have, heading out. Have a wonderful have weekend. Have a great time we get this weekend, Kenzie, and we'll, we'll speak soon. And uh, uh, the question was uh, that we posed to SR was, what inspired the superhero references? Um, and I noted that we love the phrase Wonder Woman in a pantsuit. Mm. And he said, Rachel's a bit quirky, as you know, and seems to be the kind of person who would really enjoy comic books and superheroes. I also wanted to comment that Julia, the actress playing Rachel in the films, has really tapped into that side of her personality, and she's doing a fantastic job bringing Rachel to life. So, SR is throwing is. the kudos on to, um, on to Julia, and um, absolutely true. I think she brings such a great dimension to that film. Yes, she does. And uh, I, I, I think it's a great compliment to her that SR recognize that so so as, as Ray, Rachel's like hanging around there is talking about you know how she wants to fix cap you know fix everything up for Julia she started saying you know Philadelphia mayoral politics was crazy which it can be but this is on another level which Julia agreed because I mean academia come on and uh, she believed that academia was as uh, effed up as, uh, and then asked what was going on with the other Black Widow <laughs> and her dad and how they were doing. <laughs> She's got a real issue with this. Rachel really has an issue with this. Her father possibly dating somebody else, which I've heard from other men who've lost wives whose daughters are very similar. Especially when it's so close to the time that they've lost the parent. Anyway. Mm -hmm. um, so anyway, so she's like, you know, Julia's watching Gabriel walk over with Claire and a bag of candy. And uh, she looked at, she locked eyes with Gabriel when, while Rachel was making that comment. And, you know, he's like, why is she asking this question? Julia replied that and nothing was happening with Rebecca. It was at home and Richard was in Selins Grove. And there has been nothing that has arrived in the mail. Nothing. Nothing. And they, with the emphasis on that. So she's going, so Rachel's like, well, they're probably sexting. Nothing, <laughs> 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 Rachel. <laughs> so Gabriel was a little green with that comment. And uh, he shot at Rachel's name. And then she said to Gabriel, I'm only kidding. Dad doesn't even know how to text. <laughs> she's feeling a bit gloomy so, and she asks, why don't we set him up on a date with Catherine so we asked us sorry did Rachel mention sexting only to get a reaction from her brother and he said SR says no he says I think it was a genuine concern <laughs> wow wow yeah well she's she she doesn't like the idea of him dating no I mean you know yeah. And this one man I know now, his daughter, his daughter is, has some special needs and she's um, on the spectrum. 
And when uh, mm-hmm. his wife passed away, uh, if he mentioned if another woman's name, even in a friend or work capacity, she would get very upset. Mm. So. Mm-hmm. Well, and and, uh, and Brenda said, I guess sex it it is. And <laughs> Betty said, in other words, no wedding for Richard and Becky. Yeah. What do I do? What do I do with the rice? Fifty Shades of Richard. Fifty Shades of Richard. <laughs> Well, you know, you could you could save the rice for a certain person who just left the chat room and her, her newest dream of Christian Vitt. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Anyhow. So Julia quietly asked if she knew how old Catherine is, but she didn't. And Julia told her that she was much older than Richard. And, mm-hmm. uh, and she, she's got, she's coming back. Well, Steve Trainer was old; was younger than Wonder Woman. Diana and it worked Pr- for them. And for those who <laughs> don't know, it's Diana Prince. That's right. Not that That's I'm into right. Marvel Universe, but I love it. And but it did work for them. So at this point, uh, Gabriel gives Claire to Julie and get, takes the phone and says, "Why is she asking about Rebecca and Richard?" You can see this, right? Like, I could totally see him grabbing the phone and oh, being yeah, like, yeah, look. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think uh, Julia would do a great job with this. Uh, yeah, and, and Rachel all of a sudden becomes very meek and mild. Mm-hmm. Well, she stated, she was just wondering how things were progressing. Matter of factly, Gable proceeds to tell her they went to dinner. I can tell you it was not a date. <laughs> And when asked how he knew, Gabriel patiently told her that he knew Richard, which brought his next question. Why wasn't she asking her father? Which was the right question to ask, mm-hmm. really. You know, and I'm good for Ra- uh, good for Gabriel for trying to, you know, write yeah. write this uh, this line of questioning and 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 really kind of. In a gentle way, calling her out, you know, just saying, oh, yeah. look, you know, oh, yeah. you're, you know, you're concerned like, about this. This is something you need, you know, to talk to Richard about. And, you know, again, I don't know if Gabriel of uh, several years ago would have done um, the same, treated this conversation the same way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and, uh, you know, so it's like she's, a, she's, she's now put on her little girl daddy's little girl hat mm-hmm. as opposed to the mature Rachel hat yeah there is one um <laughs> yeah so uh <laughs> Betty Betty said Rachel are you reading erotica with characters 50 years old and up <laughs> oh, god <laughs> Betty and Brenda said I'm sure she has these insecurities because she hasn't been dreaming with her mom and everyone else has that's which right. you know that's another that's, a big that's another piece of it you know she, she's She's just missing her mom. That's right. It's that simple. And uh, so she, you know, after telling all this, Rachel reminded him, I was reminded that it was her father, his father as well, and and Gabriel repeated the question. So Juliet's like glaring at him, and he, he shrugged and then asked Rachel how she was feeling. 
He had not meant to be unsympathetic, giving the uh, giving Julia the look. See, I can be sensitive. <laughs> exactly, and and you know, Rachel was okay. You know, she said mm -hmm. she just didn't want to be blindsided in case he invited Rebecca for Thanksgiving. You know, she wanted to be prepared. She's trying to prepare herself mentally for the what ifs, right? That's right. That's and. Right. Um, Anna noted that this is typical Rachel naivete about family crises in the Burbs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and, you know, she just wanted to be prepared. And Gabriel assured her that Rebecca is going to visit her family for Thanksgiving and Christmas in Colorado. Like, she's not even going to be mm -hmm. um, yeah. around. She's going to be with her own her own kids. Mm -hmm. And he, he told her, look, she never even mentioned Seelands Grove. And I think with that, Rachel was relieved. But Gabriel suggested that she speak with Richard. And, you know, Rachel ended the conversation, agreeing with Gabriel um, that she'll talk to him. And Aaron just got home, so she wanted to go chat with Aaron. Um, and she also sent her love to Jules and Claire and asked that he send pictures. And Gabriel agreed, saying Claire looked great. Because, of course, she did, because she's adorable in a cute mm -hmm. little pumpkin suit. And they ended the call. Um, so we asked SR, was Julia worried about Gabriel's reaction to the idea if Rebecca, um, of Rebecca and Gabriel and Richard? And um, we, he said yes. And we asked, why was Rachel pitching Catherine as a companion for Richard? Uh, is another question we posed to him. And he said, I think Rachel likes Catherine and has already gotten to know her somewhat. So I think, you know, in, in my mind, with his, his answer, it makes sense because she's more familiar with her mm -hmm. and she has more of a comfort level with her. It's more of a known person versus the unknown. Versus and Rebecca, unknown, yeah. Rebecca is still kind of unknown. And um, Anna noted, remember how her family was so broken after the early Gabriel crisis? Mm -hmm. um, yes, so she's mindful of that. And Brenda noted, she's not ready for her dad to move on. It's too soon for her, but little does she know he will never move on. And Betty noted, I can't help but wonder, do you think Richard and Becky would ever have a one-night stand? It seems like Rachel's imagining things. Um, yeah, I think... Well, I think I Rachel's know. letting her. I, I think Rachel's letting her imagination run a little wild. Uh, the the one I stand question's an interesting one. You know, you know. I don't think that's Richard's in Richard's fiber. I mean, no, but you know, it's widows and widowers are a lot different than divorcees. Yes. There, there's yes. a there, and and a lot of people, especially who don't understand or realize don't realize that and it's you know it's possible that maybe some night things happen and it happens and that's fine if it doesn't it doesn't and you know who knows what Rebecca's list because Rebecca's been uh, a widow for about 20 years or Richard's yeah. fairly new at it so one never knows one never knows and just because that you have, true. and at, at this point in your life, you know, the, the sex is not necessarily marriage driven. Right. Sometimes it's uh, more hormonally driven. 
right. lack of a better expression. Command companionship or just yeah. a pure physical need. Exactly. Um, and and Anna was noting, um, you know, that she agrees with Betty about Rachel imagining things. And Brenda noted, she was his Beatrice. I don't think he would. And I, I tend to agree with, with you, Brenda, I, on I, the, on the, on the, well, on the one night stand yeah, question. I, mean, I don't know. I don't I, know. I, you know, I could see Richard and Rebecca being friends. Mm-hmm. And when he's in town and, and they're, you know, they could go out to dinner, go to a movie, do, you know, stuff like mm-hmm. that. And, and they'd be very happy with what was going on between them because that's, Richard's never going to replace Grace. Right. And, and Floor 81 said, said, you know, she's echoing your comment perfectly. Mm -hmm. She said, I think Rebecca and Richard are just going to be great friends forever. Mm -hmm. Richard had his one true love. And Sandra noted, sometimes you just need um, somebody to talk to about stuff, talk with about stuff. You know, Um, one of the things that I know my family could never understand, um, after my husband died is that I had a great male friend mm-hmm. who sat with me and talked to me and I could talk to him about anything. Right. It was never going to go anywhere other than that. I mean, it was not a love affair. It was not a, but it was mm-hmm. just somebody that I could speak with. Somebody who's been through what I've been through, uh, could listen to me and, and you know, my, they just couldn't understand well, and, and Anna notes, for her, it's been over six years as a widow, and I'm so sorry about that, Anna. Um, and she said, I still wear my wear wedding rings, not my original set, but a sapphire band Alan gave. Nice. So Anna has a different perspective on this chapter mm-hmm. from a widow point of view. And I think, I think all of these comments are really, really valid. Um, mm-hmm. So Julia... Um, had asked, what was all that about, Gabriel? And Gabriel told her that Rachel was jumping to conclusions and was too stubborn to speak directly to Richard. Um, Gabriel handed Julia the bag of candy and said, let's go meet some more neighbors. (laughs) And Julia said she needed a chocolate bar, a woman after my own heart, I have to say. Mm -hmm. She took a large bite and gave Gabriel some as well. Um, she, you can see her feeding him the candy, right? Uh, With him holding the baby. Oh, so cute. And, um, she was wondering what were they going to do with all that candy since babies can't eat it. Um, Gabriel was aware of that angling for another bite and Julia fed him as he licked the chocolate off her fingers. Mm -hmm. She just could not stop staring at his mouth. Ah, young love, right? And then he... He then sensually licked his lower lip and said that he was sure they would find a use for it. Very, very sensual. And I just love the fact they were doing this in their neighborhood. I just think that's, you know, out on, out on display. Um, two more houses, and then they could explore the sensuous delights of chocolate at home, as, as he noted. Let's go, as he started walking to another house. Julia just gazed at her fingers and then hurried after him. <laughs> so, um, we asked what kind of candy. down the side of his cheek. 
we asked what kind of candy did Claire receive. And he said she lives in a very generous neighborhood and received a large quantity of chocolate bars and candy. Um, and, and Betty said, if Richard and Becky continue to have dinner, I can see them growing closer and maybe trying to have a relationship, um, which is possible. You know, it's possible. It's going to be interesting to see. Um, I'm, I'm hoping to have more books in this series, and I'm hoping to see what happens in I'd that love to see what happens with relationship. Richard. And then Anna noted, ah, and Julio has a beautiful mouth. Film that also. Mm-hmm. Did I miss an earlier comment? Uh, um, yeah no he does have a beautiful mouth it would be just uh, and and Tosca would film it so uh, and and Dennis would film it so magnificently Um, very they would make it a very sensual sensual yet um, subtle you know it, it wouldn't be over the top it'd be just it would just be really nicely filmed I think Um, and Betty said, if I were Julia, I wouldn't be able to focus on locking and trick or treating. (laughs) And, uh, I'm like, this is true. I don't think I'd be able to focus on anything. Um, Ellie said, kids rarely see their parents with someone else. I never, uh, anticipated having a stepdad in my forties, but mom went there. Mm -hmm. Um, but the, the mother-in-law has remained single for 27 years. So, um, and Sandra said, unfortunately I have to go. Um, guy from my old set of furniture can be here any minute right now. I have all my stuff on the floor and I have to learn now. <laughs> she has to fly. <laughs> Bye Sandra. Good luck with everything. Yeah, good, Hope, luck, good, good luck with it. <laughs> Hope you have a good week. <laughs> so, you know, SR just answered our question about the kind of candy. I was hoping chocolate would be involved. And of course, they have very, very generous neighborhood. Um, they're all uh, probably most of them are academics living so close to the university, and they're probably a wonderful set of fun, fun neighbors. Mm-hmm. And we asked, what kind of chocolate bar did Julia select? And uh, noted, great scene, by the way. Mm-hmm. And, and Ju- he said, Julia likes chocolate bars from Milka, and especially likes the one that mixes milk chocolate with the white chocolate. Mm. Now that that's something I could go great. For. I I, I always, know. I've oh. always liked milk chocolate, and I loved white chocolate, which really mm. isn't chocolate, but it's the buttercream yeah. from the chocolate. But that's okay. but it's delicious. It is delicious, and, and I love I love the dark chocolate. I love any kind of chocolate. Let's be honest. Um, just and love it. Milk and chocolate is actually a, a Swiss chocolate. Um, I, I'm looking at, at a website, and it says that it's sold here. Apparently, you can get it from uh, Amazon. Mm. Uh, but I, to be honest with you, and it also says that they have it at Walmart, but I've never seen it at Walmart. So. Mm. We'll put a link in there. Do you have Do you have the link? I'm I looking the, for I, their link. It, it's, um, oh, here, Milka Chocolate. Let me see. I'll put the link in. Okay, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I recognize the name and I was look I, I could see it in my um I could see it in my hiramilka.com mm-hmm. I'm trying to they've got a whole list of uh, bars and I'm looking for the one with the uh, white chocolate 
The white chocolate. Oh, and here it chocolate. is. Uh, cow spots or happy cow milk chocolate bar with white chocolate spots. Mm. Well, I'm putting in, you can select your country, which is mm -hmm. cool. And the milk corporation. Um, so I will put yeah, their well, corporate um, site in. And you can go from there. They got all kinds of stuff. So Brenda's Brenda's saying, I wonder if World Market has it. I'll have to look. I did see yes, World Market. Yes, our Fox said Milka is the way to go. Mar Walmart apparently does have it. Mm -hmm. um, Betty's from dark chocolate raisinets or mint chocolate. And Anna sees Gabriel as a dark chocolate fan. <laughs> I think so. And, and Ellie noted, you know, Richard may find someone in the future and might not. They get lonely, and ha having at least a few new friendships or companionship is important, romantically exactly. or not. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, SR Fox said, Milk is so good, one of the most popular here. And uh, Black Lab Lady says, Dark chocolate only, please, but sometimes with espresso mixed in. Yes. Mm. Oh my God, my son used to bring home coffee beans, chocolate, or uh, dark chocolate. Um, coated milk coffee beans. Ah, uh, wonderful. Wonderful, except that it, the buzz that he would have by the by eating a handful and not being able to sleep when you're 10 years old doesn't really help. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, gosh. this is true. Yeah. This is true. Yeah, it's like, you know, you don't want to give can kids to candy, but people do, especially grandparents. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're supposed to do. So this is true. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that came up with the Philadelphia Merrill uh, stuff, and I, I said to SR, um, "Do you have any as skin? you are as you live in Philadelphia?" Yeah, let's true, just remind know? people. And I said, "Do you have any skin in the game? You know, as far as Philadelphia politics go, because uh, I didn't know, you know, which trying to figure out which mayor he, uh, Rachel would have been working for." And uh, I know that uh, Mayor Michael Nutter won the second term the, the year that Promise was written. And, uh, you know, who was a nice man? He's actually a neighbor. He's a very nice man. Um, mm -hmm. Rachel worked under his administration. And, uh, or were you thinking more of the Frank Rizzo years, which are interesting to say the least? <laughs> or Wilson Good when he dropped the firebomb on the move complex in Osage <laughs> Avenue and burnt down like two city blocks. That was horrible. Uh-huh. Or or what? And he said that, you know, that the Inferno was penned in 2009 and 10, which means it gave us promises roughly 2012 and 2013. So, you know, so that, that puts him in the John Street, her in the John Street, uh, Michael Nutter realm. She just missed Eddie Rendell, who was, I love Ed Rendell. He was so good. And I didn't <laughs> live in Philadelphia when Ed Rendell was mayor here. So. But uh, I said, but I also let him know that I have watched a little bit of Toronto politics. You know, they mm. did have that uh, one mayor from Toronto, Rob Ford, who became the butt of many late night jokesters here in the United States because of his drug yes. use. And has since passed away, God rest him. And his brother Doug, who was the provincial premier for uh, Ontario, so, which is similar to the governor of, this, of 
the problems. So he 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 just you know I was like oh I, I could just see him sigh rolling his eyes as he said that. But um, I did tell him one thing. I, I told Leslie this earlier. Is I, I when I responded back to him about that, I, I said that mm, my husband grew up in Toronto, and his uncle was a portrait artist. His name was Sam Manning. He lived out in California in Carmel by the Sea, and apparently did a lot of artwork out there. And but he was commissioned to do a uh, a portrait of one of the Toronto mayors. And when Sam was finished with the portrait, he brought it to visit with uh, um, Jim's mother was the sister of Sam Manning's wife. He brought it to visit. And it sat in the Langworthy's house for about five years before, <laughs> before the city of Toronto took it to hang it. And when I asked, I, and this was like in the late 50s, and I asked uh, uh, SR about it, and he said that it was probably this one guy who's had the town square was named after my student John. And I wanted to say Fetterman, but it's not. Um, no, that's our lieutenant. Yeah, that's our lieutenant. I think it's cool. I just think it's, it's cool. And I, I, I agree with you. It would have been really funny if uh, Rachel would have worked under uh, the Rendell administration, but um I, I think any type of uh, activity working for City Hall for the city of Philadelphia, um, Rachel has the right temperament for it. Mm -hmm. I think I think she definitely would have. I, I could imagine her um, working with the Philadelphia media to get the story out and to respond to the questions. Um, and I just I just think it's <laughs> I just think. Uh, it would have it would have been really funny if that would have been the case about yeah. Rendell. Yeah. Um, oh, at least, well, thank God uh, it wasn't Frank Rizzo or Frank, <laughs> Frank Rizzo. Let me put it this way: in the bicentennial of Philadelphia, you know, all these plans were made. They were doing a mummer's parade in the summer, which is normally a New Year's Day tradition here. Mm -hmm. uh, they were doing big things down at Independence Hall, and they had moved the Liberty Bell so that the Liberty Bell would be in its own space and uh, they had built Constitution Hall. So there's all this stuff that was going on to celebrate the Bicentennial. So about a month before we, all the, everything was supposed to happen or two months, Frank Rizzo comes along and says, I'm bringing on all the National Guard in the state of Pennsylvania into Philadelphia because it's gonna be a riot. So that was, <laughs> that was one thing. Oh, was, gosh. And he was known as, when he was a policeman, of if he got mad at you and didn't like you, he was known to pull you out of your car through a car window. He didn't matter. Oh, when. my gosh. Yeah, he was, he was a, he was a, so, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I, I, um, I'm looking at the chat box. Yeah, I, he, he's a very controversial, uh, figure in, mm -hmm. uh, Pennsylvania politics, that's for sure. Not just Philadelphia, but the mm -hmm. state. Mm -hmm. Um, I did. Uh, I did find the description of the milk and white chocolate bar that Milka makes, and I, 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 yes, I put it in the chat box. Cool. And um, Brenda noted um, that Gabriel is just a sensual chocolate fan. Her ode to coming to America. Mm -hmm. Ha ha ha! I love that. That was well played, Brenda. Well played. 
And Betty's wondering if Paul dressed up for Halloween. What would Paul be for Halloween, Betty? Um, and the SR Fox said, the commercials of Milka are hilarious, though. It's a purple cow. <laughs> and Anna noted, friendships and companionships more so than passion becomes desired. Right. Yes. Yep, that makes perfect sense to me. For some. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> some of us have a raging libido. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I I do not know what of uh, of what you speak, Pam. I don't know. Um, Literally, don't look. Know. <laughs> whatever, whatever works. You know, yeah. you have to find what's best for you. That's right. Um, Betty notes, "All hail the purple cow." <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and Flora thought the candy bar sounded pretty delicious. So, yep. Yep. Enjoy the rich combination of both white and milk chocolate in one bar. And that the politician from Toronto is actually Nathan Phillips. Okay. And they named the um, the square around the municipal buildings. Oh, that's so, cool. Yeah, that's good. He must have done some good things. Then I like to hear that. I really like to hear that. It's good stuff. Mm-hmm. So. That was chapter 30. We had our little happy Halloween. We did. And I think Julia is going to have a happier Halloween when she gets home. Oh, yes. With with her beloved. There will be chocolate uh, involved. There will be chocolate involved. And Anna noted that Paul would dress as Virgil. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I, think I, could, I could imagine Paul in a cow's costume. <laughs> Oh, let's see what Paul Vermont maybe he could he could maybe. dress up as a bottle of Vermont maple syrup. <laughs> could be a lumberjack. That too, you never know. Flora said yes, Paul would be a great Virgil, and Brenda said, "Oh yes, oh yes, Julia will." <laughs> well, there, there's also you know he could be like one of the he could pretend to be one of the Dickensian brothers. This is true. And hello, Cheryl. I'm glad you could join us. Oh, <laughs> she just woke up. She said, hey, I missed you. Well, Cheryl, you can always find us online anytime um, by, on any of your favorite podcast uh, platforms. So just because you missed us uh, earlier and you're here mm-hmm. now, uh, you can you can hear the news, uh, SR shared some news with us and responded to our questions about chapter 30. So we've been having a good, we've been having a good chat this morning. Yeah. Yeah. And (laughs) And Anna said, Paul could dress as a lovesick farmer. (laughs) He could, he is, but hopefully, hopefully Paul will, Paul Paul will 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 find his way. I'm sure that there is a, um, a, a, a beautiful Cuban uh, professor yes. coming along the, on the way. <laughs> so. Yes, 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 yes. And, and and go ahead, Pam. No, go ahead. I was just going to say I um, wanted to note about Ashley's book coming out. Mm-hmm. I thought I saw it in the chat. August 22nd, is that the date, Ashley? I thought I saw... The date um, early I, on? Yeah, I have an advanced copy, and I, I'm really enjoying it. So it's uh, it's a modern take 
of uh, oh. Jamie. So it's very good. I'm enjoying it. Great, great. Mm -hmm. I can't, I can't wait to finally get back to reading after being. Yes. You know. Well, I have been doing some reading, but I'm not. I'm, I'm still reading Bridgerton's stuff. Well, um, which has been great fun, great fun. I have to I, add I, speaking Ashley's of COVID, book COVID to related, my yeah, that that mm -hmm. set was shut, shut down for a little bit ah, because of COVID. Bridgerton, yeah. Mm -hmm. That would be a fun. That would be a fun set to be an extra on. Oh yeah, just saying. Oh, yeah. And now I'm seeing... Um, and anybody in the Pittsburgh area, Dakota Johnson is filming a movie out there. So maybe there's some extra positions that you could take a look for. Oh, that would be fun. fun. Mm -hmm. Betty's thinking Paul could be a detective. Um, maybe a Sherlock like Columbo? Holmes. Oh, Sherlock Holmes. I was thinking Columbo. <laughs> or Monk. And, Monk's a good and one, And there's too. congratulations coming Ashley's way. And the SR Fox said Paul could be Lucifer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Circle of hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh -huh. It'll be, uh, and Ashley, you'll be able to find Ashley's book on Kenda Vela August 22nd. Yes. So, Change in, in a couple air. weeks. Change in air. So. <laughs> I yeah. love it. So. so, Pam, what do we well, have? What are we uh, going out with today? And, and, and Anna, let us know if you get to be an extra. That would be Or if fun. you see Dakota, that would be cool. Um, and Betty says Paul would make a sexy monk. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we started out with the Monster Mash, and we're going to end with Bach. Bure in E minor. Oh, and Floor, enjoy safe travels. Tell us all about your wonderful adventure overseas. I'm so jealous. Absolutely. Enjoy. I'm jealous too. And also, uh, Sandra, good luck with the with the furniture stuff. So we'll we'll talk all next week. We'll be back. It'll be Thanksgiving. <laughs> we jump Get your ahead again. <laughs> Take care, everybody. Can I pour my heart out to a listening ear? Well, I see this life, its valleys and mountains, and I think of all the roads that brought me here. Oh, that brought me here.